Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. Welcome back to The Greg McAfee Show, where we discuss steps to successful entrepreneurship, how to take your business to new heights, and ultimately follow your dreams. So today we're going to be talking about something that um, I designed for, for my operation of teaching, instructing, and running the Greg McAfee side of things. Uh, it's called the LAP operations. Okay, so the first part of LAP operations is uh, L for learn. It stands for learn. As you know, I am a believer in constant learning, reading a lot, attending certain classes, reading blogs, listening to podcasts, uh, a wide variety of different ways of learning, reading on audiobook, reading a real book, all those types of things. But the LAP operations is the core of my way uh, and my teachings. And that's what this is. So in today's knowledge uh, of economy, continual learning is imperative. It's not an option. You've got to continue to keep learning or you're going to be left in the dust. If you want to grow a business, if you want to stay ahead of others, if you want to drive innovation, then you have to keep learning. What got you here will not keep you here. What got you here will definitely not get you there. And we're talking a lot lately about our future selves. My future self, what do I look like? And and not just in appearance. I, I hope I don't change much. But my future self needs to change a lot. In order to get to where I want to be, I can't continue to act and do what I do today. Okay. It's important to note that learning isn't a synonym of memorizing. Um, What we do with our knowledge matters and it's not just memorizing things. It is um, constant learning. Any teacher would agree that the best way to learn something is to explain it to someone else. Uh, And if you do so, keep it simple. Here's why. Albert Einstein once said, if you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it well enough. And John Maxwell recently said that educators take something simple and make it complicated, but good communicators take something complicated and make it simple. Wise words from two famously brilliant-minded people. A couple other people I want to talk about as far as learning goes. What do these three have in common? Warren Buffett, Michael Jordan, and Alexander the Great. They all three were constant learners. They all three invested in coaches, teachers, mentors, 
And they all three were the best. They were the best at what they did. They were the best because they were all teachable and they were all coachable. And not everyone is, especially people that are extremely good. Constant learning. Steve Jobs once said, learn continually. There's always one more thing to learn. Always one more thing to learn. We're never done learning. Learning never exhausts our mind. It will only add to our pre-existing knowledge about a subject. Reading, listening, podcasts, blogs, social media, business, growth sites. You know, thousands of days of learning can make many look like an overnight success. I often say I'm a 33-year-old overnight success. LAP operations. L for learn. A for act. You've got to learn and then you've got to act it. Act is an action word. Learners, successful people are doers. They do what they love and they give it 100%. I'd say 110, but it's impossible. They give it 100%. They act like it will happen. They act like it will happen. They visualize it. You must see it in your mind before you can do it. And this is huge. It's seeing what is invisible to others. You're seeing it, and then you're able to do it. But you can't do it until you see it here. I've been talking a lot, like I said, about the future, the future self. We must think on that. We must see it. We must see what do we want our businesses to be in one, three, five, ten years. Can we see that? Can we visualize it? Can we go deeper and visualize How many people you will have then? Who might they be? What might they do? How many trucks might you have? What building will you function from? What's your operations look like? And here's a good one. Who's in charge? It might not be you. And also... I challenge people to think and write and write a journal, write in it for a few minutes before you go to bed because our minds continue to work throughout the night. As we sleep, our minds continue to work. If you give your mind something good to think about, it will continue to work on that throughout the night. It's been proven time and time again. Also, write a note to your future self. In in order to get to your future self, you're going to have to change some things today with your present self. In in order for you to be who you want to be in 10 years, you're going to have to change some things today in order to get to that person, in order to get to where you want to be. Under act, they act like it's impossible 
to fail. They act like it's impossible to fail. Successful people, they are unbeatable. They have an unbeatable, rather, self-confidence. They believe in their own self. They have faith in their abilities. And they know what they're good at. And they know what they're not good at. And they're okay with that. You know, John Maxwell says, focus on what you're good at more than what you're not. If, if you're, if you're an eight, a seven or an eight in something and you work very hard, you can easily get it to eight or nine. But if you're a three and you work extremely hard, the most you're going to get to is a five. So let's just realize that and focus on what you do best and work on that. Without confidence, it's very difficult to start yourself towards chasing a goal. You've got to have that confidence. You've got to build that confidence. You've got to know you can do this. You've got to know you're capable of doing this. And then you go as far as knowing you're very capable and you're very good at this. You're building confidence and you have confidence. It's an unbeatable. In, in these successful people... And in these, in what I teach, the the lap operations, it's helping people get to these levels. People who act, they purposely surround themselves with successful people. You cannot be an eagle and hang around with chickens and turkeys. You cannot be an eagle and come down and peck corn. You'll lose your muscle tone and you'll you'll lose the ability to fly and you'll get stuck down here with the chickens and the turkeys these people who act they read a lot remember action is a verb it's a doing word and they're doers and they read a lot they watch a lot michael jordan would constantly watch film this was back when michael jordan played he's my age we didn't have, there weren't any cell phones. There, there was not an internet. We didn't have a Wi-Fi. We didn't have all this stuff we have today. He watched film, constantly watched film of himself to improve and of other people like Larry Bird and Dr. J, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and, and those type of people, those, those top basketball players he'd watch film on and he'd learn He's constantly learning about the game of basketball. And I and I just read something where he said the the minute I had got the bas- the game of basketball down, I knew I had to do one thing and that's share it with others. You know, like people he like people he mentored, Kobe. You know, people like that, Kobe Bryant and uh he he shared. And uh and that's what we do. I mean, we share. I'm sharing this today. I hope it helps you. People who act, they learn from failures. They don't get stuck there. I often say, don't get stuck in the muck. The Marine Corps, I, um, we were doing this uh, multi-mile, if I, if I tell you, five, ten-mile hike, um, pitch black in the dark, uh, pouring down rain, and some of the mud where we were was, I mean, we talk about being stickable. It was stickable. 
If your foot went in the mud, it was extremely hard to pull out. It was muck. And, and don't get stuck in the muck. It's really hard to get out of. Um, learn from failures, but don't get stuck there. And then also, people who act, they risk a lot. They risk their capital to create jobs. They risk, they take risks to do things that may have never been done before. If you're not a risk taker, then I advise you don't engage in the game of business because there's a lot of risk. Go for something else. And then you've got the first P in LAP, our, our LAP operations. You've got the first P. It stands for produce. Learn, act, produce. And what makes an entrepreneur successful? Well, there's a common thread among successful entrepreneurs. Um, they persist and they're unafraid of failure. Uh, they're unafraid of hard work. Um, they know it's a journey. It's not going to happen overnight. And they create useful and valuable products and services. They're producing. They make things happen. Driven by passion and fueled by dreams. They're determined to take action and make a difference in the world and make a difference in the lives of others. They're not content to sit idle or procrastinate. It's not in their nature. They infect others with their passion and their courage. And the Bible says in uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. These types of people who produce, they produce jobs and lots of money to be put back into the economy. They're producers. They produce high-level people through training. People come into an organization and and not knowing as much as they do um, in, in a year or two or three years down the road. They, they, they produce high-level people through training. They produce better communities through their support. They produce a path for others to follow. They make the world a better place. Think about people like Walt Disney, Colonel Sanders, Kentucky Fried Chicken, Michael Jordan, I mention him often. Billy Graham, didn't necessarily run a business, but there is a Billy Graham Association, and Billy Graham changed lives, won many souls. Him and his organization won many souls to Christ, changed the world today. And of course, Steve Jobs changed everything for us, changed how we listen to music, changed how we use a phone, how we use cameras, everything else. Just changed uh, changed the world because he thought he could. Um, so you've got learn, act, produce, and the last P stands for prosperity. Learn, act, produce, and prosper. That's what I teach. That's what we do at McAfee. We learn, we act, we produce, and we prosper. The goal is to prosper. And I understand there's different definitions of prosperity. It's in the eye of the beholder. 
Sometimes it does not mean money. Because if it meant money, then you would ask how much money, and that's going to be different for, for everyone else. I remember years ago, we'd been doing this 33 years, and it was probably 32 years ago. Uh, my best friend uh, and business advisor, Kelly Ammon, he was uh, he's a good Christian friend. We met at church. Um we were driving to a, my wife and I was with him He uh, pre-marriage for Kelly. He, uh, we were going to a Christian concert and he was investing money for his uncle. And he said something like, my uncle just wants to be worth a million and I'm going to help him do that. And at the time I, I was probably worth on a good day between 60 and a hundred thousand dollars. And that got my attention. And I said, well, can you do that for me? And Kelly evidently had more faith in me than I did at the time. And he said, yes, but you're going to be worth a lot more than that. Uh, he was right. I've been blessed. He was right. And uh, we're going to talk about more about that here, about just how much, you know, how much, because if it was just about money, you'd, you'd ask how much is it, how much money does it take to be prosperous? Different amounts for different people, I can tell you that. Uh, it does not necessarily make you happy. Prosperity does not make you happy. There's no guarantee at all. However... It does not make you fulfilled either. However, most people who went from zero to prosperity are happier people. Uh, not all, but most. Prosperity could be when your earnings, your money, your happiness and contentment and your sustainability all come together and meet at this point. And that's where, when you're in the prosperity zone, you're happy, you're content, you're, uh, you have money to do basically what whatever you want with, and it's sustainable, and you've learned how to manage it. You, you, it doesn't rule you, you rule it. You manage it. And regardless, it is the byproduct of working hard, it is the byproduct of working smart. It is the byproduct of planning and dreaming and visualizing and learning, constant learning. It's, it's the byproduct of acting. It's the byproduct of producing. Uh, it's the byproduct of even being disruptive in your industry, which I talk about in my book. Um, prosperity is a neat concept. It's a neat experience. And God gives us the ability to make great wealth and prosperity. And unfortunately, it's the only blessing that from God that makes us think that we have to make an excuse for. It's the only blessing. You can have great health. You can have a nice build. Um, a good figure, 
You can have a bubbling personality and a great attitude, and you can be extremely encouraging, and you can be very giving and be great at gratitude, but you don't need to make any excuses for those. Uh, They're accepted as blessings and gifts, and especially if you're on the other end of the giving, you appreciate givers. But for some reason, if you create great wealth and prosperity, people tend to feel guilty about it. There's nothing that we should feel guilty about. We've been blessed to do what we do and do it well. And the byproduct of that is wealth and prosperity. Now, this is called, out of the prosperity, this is called Surely God Wants. And surely God wants good stewardship. You've got to manage what you've been given well. Your bills paid, your business running efficiently, and your family is blessed. Surely God wants that. Jesus came to give us abundant life, not to lack in abundancy. If God does not bless some with prosperity, he will need to provide manna again from heaven because The prosperity person who gives is giving to the poor and providing food for families and providing a lot of things that someone is not able to do on their own. So if God did not bless someone with prosperity, he'd have to provide manna from heaven again. And he does not need our money, by the way. But the tithing, the offerings, um, uh, the church and other ministries um, will, will... sustain themselves through our giving. and uh, But God does not give our money. He can get our money in many different ways, but we do need to give it. And there is something about giving that'll change, giving about, that will change your life. Giving will change your life. Something else I'm a big proponent of is debt-free living, and debt-free is a key uh, for me to prosperity. Uh, it's freedom. If I want something, if I want to give to someone, I can. If I want to buy something, I can. It's uh, debt-free living is the key to prosperity, and it's freedom, and it's a there's a peace about it. P e a c e. There's a peace about it. And if we implement a wealth tax, the overall U.S. economy will be weaker. Um, And as a whole, we will be poorer and Americans will have less access to innovative companies and high paying jobs. So the government does not, should not control our prosperity. Um, We're good at that. That's why we've made it. And uh, that's why it's here. Uh, I just had to throw that in. Um, But this is my operational system for teaching the lap operation. And uh, I want to thank Dave Sullivan, who I spent, uh, I flew to California and I spent um, about four days, probably 40 hours uh, of him helping me uh, put the Greg McAfee 2.0 together and develop this lap operation. Uh, it, It fits me, it fits how I teach. And uh, I live it.
and I hope it helped you. So before we wrap up, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe below. You can also support this podcast by rating and reviewing on iTunes or your preferred listening platform. Keep listening. I'll do my best to keep challenging you. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram or Facebook at The Greg McAfee Show. No spaces, no underscores. Be sure to tune in next week. I'll do my best to keep challenging you about business growth, uh, business operations, and uh, learning, acting, producing, and prospering. Thanks for listening. And as always, carry on. God bless and have a great day.